Your top stories on Blitz this hour. The Proteas prepare for their titanic battle against England. The Springboks are looking for their first win in Cardiff since 2013. Max Verstappen goes fastest in his second practice session. Quateraro tops the timesheets in Portimao. And we bring you the latest golfing action from around the globe. There's just something extra special about sport being played at night. Maybe I'm just excited because the Proteas are training behind me. And yeah, looking forward to seeing that matchup against England because it promises to be absolutely exciting. Now, when you think of South Africa versus England over the years, you think epic matchups. But when you think about those two teams with regards to this particular tournament, you think one has got a perfect record and the other's got a near perfect record. But with three wins in the bounce, the Proteas will be pretty fired up and backing themselves for that particular contest. Now, can they do it? Can their key players stand up and really count? Well, only time will tell. The Sharjah Cricket Stadium is where that contest will take place. And one man who could be particularly crucial is Tabrez Shamsi. It's been really good. Obviously, the team has been doing really well. So that always makes things nice. Um, and yeah, I think we're just focusing on the small things and just, just doing our job. My job and Kesha's job and every other guy's job is the same. You know, whatever you got to do on the day, uh, make sure you do it to the best of your abilities to try and help the team win games. I think um, all this um, focus on spinners and stuff, it's more from the outside, not just us. Um, you know, we, we have wonderful bowlers in the squad. You can see even our fast bowlers are doing a great job. So for, for us as a team, we didn't really focus much on spin. Um, it's just every man that, that you know, that gets selected. We're going to make sure they do positive things for the team to try and win games. The final group game against England promises to be exciting and it's what players like Shamsi live for. While the team always comes first, each player will be eager, however, to put their hand up and be the hero on the day. Um, you know you want to perform in big games like that. Um, those are the opportunities you dream about. Um, I mean, I certainly did dream about those kind of things. And we'll see what happens in our next game, you know. Um, like I said, nothing changes for us. Um, we've played England in the past. Obviously, they're a very good team. We've won games against them. We've lost games against them. So, yeah, I don't see it as, as anything different. We just have to play as we've been playing the rest of the games. The ICC T20 Men's Cricket World Cup intensifies with the focus now shifting to Group 1. First up is Australia against the West Indies, who have already been knocked out. Then the Proteas take on England in another tough battle. Catch all the action live on your World of Champions Super Sport. The Springboks have wrapped up their preparations ahead of the first of three test matches on their UK tour against Wales at the Principality Stadium here in Cardiff on Saturday. Despite beating Wales at both the 2015 and 2019 Rugby World Cups, the Springboks will be looking for their first win in Cardiff since 2013. Captain Sia Colisi says the team is refreshed and revitalised after their rugby championship campaign and is determined to get their tour off to a winning start on Saturday. It's been really good um, being home, seeing family, seeing friends. Uh, yeah, um, I think it gives you the little last push, knowing that this is the last three games of the year. And I think um, for us, it's the push is always there, you know, because I mean, this game that we're playing this weekend, you know, we need no motivation for. You know, we know it's been six years since the last time we won here, and a lot of the group has never won here, so it's a big game for us and. What a way to start the tour, and I think Bongi said it earlier, we always played 
this game lost, you know, and now we're having an opportunity with everybody in, you know, so yeah, I'm really excited for it. A lot of these guys played in the Lions tour, so obviously they want to um, get something back, you know, and also they also be confident because they know they've got a strong record um, um, here, you know, against us. And for us, man, all our focus is on this game, you know, we don't really think about the, the other opposition because, you know, we have to get through this 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 game first. We know how important the pack will be and I think that continuity will be a big thing for us as a group and we and as we started training this week, you know, it didn't take us long, you know, to get in because it's the same group and not a lot of change regarding what we're gonna do this weekend and we know how strong the pack is as well. So and as it was I think the last game we played them in, in Yoka in Japan, it was between the the, the, the two pack and so yeah, it's gonna be very important this weekend and the continuity will help us too. Compared to the team that beat New Zealand in the final round of the Rugby Championship, there are two changes to the back three, with Damien Willemser starting a test for the fourth time at fullback and Jesse Creel brought in on the right wing. Herschel Yankees also gets an opportunity to start at number nine for the third time. Colisi and assistant coach Mzwandile Stick are excited about what they will bring to the Springboks' efforts. They've been training very well. They've been training very hard. They've been positive, even though they went sometimes when getting game, game time. So I think they're in a good space. And uh, it's good for also us as coaches, at least, to reward players when they work hard here. But yeah, I'm excited and looking forward to them. If you look at the style of play, how what the challenges that you always face when you play against Wales, they they team, they don't, lie, they don't mind kicking a ball. So you're probably looking for about plus minus 30 kicks per game from their side. So it's going to be a busy day for them. So... Uh, but once again, like I said, the guys, they've been working very hard in their fundamentals on the high balls. Jesse Krill will bring a new energy. Gaza, everyone knows that he's a very exciting player, you know. So uh, hopefully everything will go according to the plans. But yeah, having Makazole also next to them, that will also boost their energy, you know, and also boost their confidence. And yeah, we are looking forward to that uh, challenge tomorrow. There's a plethora of international rugby to look forward to right here on your World of Champions as New Zealand do battle against Italy. England will be at home to Tonga, while South Africa get their end-of-year tour underway against Wales. Round 8 of the Galaga Premiership saw runaway log leaders Leicester Tigers host bottom-of-the-table Bath Rugby. The visitors have not won any match since the start of the season with only three points, while Leicester was on 32 which looked a bit like a mismatch of opponents. The home side was the first of the mark as they scored a penalty to lead by three points. Bath stunned their host when they scored a try in the sixth minute through Max Clark, with Danny Cipriani's conversion helping them to a 7-3 lead. The turning point of the match was the yellow card shown to Will Muir in the ninth minute and Nick Dolly scored a try to take a 10-7 lead after the conversion. But Bath gave as much as they got and they were level pegging in the 21st minute with the boot of Cipriani. The Tigers regained their lead with another fourth try in the 27th minute and at the break the home team were 23-13 to the good. A try by Josh McNally 51 minutes into the game closed the gap slightly and gave the visitors some hope of making a comeback. But Ford was having the time of his life on the field and his try pulled the two teams apart again and the conversion made it 30 points to 20. Bath tried to claw their way back when they scored a penalty but Leicester made sure of maximum points as they managed a bonus point try late in the game to run out 40-23 to 23 winners. Immaculate kicking record from Ford as he adds the conversion for the final kick of the evening to make it eight wins in a row. For the visitors, 
The search continues for the first win in the league this season. Valtteri Bottas laid down the mark in Mexico City during the first free practice session as Mercedes were the ones to catch, with Lewis Hamilton finishing second ahead of main title rival Max Verstappen. Well, the drama continued to unfold as the Dutch driver had the early pace during FP2 sitting top of the timesheet and was closely followed by teammate and home crowd favourite Sergio Perez. Hamilton had some early struggles with his tyres, the defending champion locking up heading into the first turn at the Autodrome Hermanos Rodriguez. With fresher tyres, Hamilton looked a lot more threatening, setting the second fastest lap before being pipped by Bottas, who continued to sit on the heels of Verstappen in the session. The Dutch driver remained top of the list 0.424 seconds ahead of Bottas, with Red Bull matching the challenge set by Mercedes in Mexico City. Perez, on the other hand, had to settle for fourth spot on the day, while Pierre Gasly continued to impress for AlphaTauri, securing sixth place behind Carlos Sainz. Action from the Mexican Grand Prix continues right here on your World of Champions. Don't miss the third practice session and qualifying ahead of the main race. Newly crowned MotoGP World Champion Fabio Quantararo dominated the practice sessions ahead of the Algarve Grand Prix with the French rider enjoying his new pressure-free status. France's first world champion in the elite class clocked a best time of 1 minute 39.390 on his Yamaha to edge out Ducati rival Peko Banaya by 0.132 seconds. Quateraro has already won at the Portimao circuit this season, taking victory at the Portuguese GP in April. Missing from the race this weekend is Honda's six-time world champion Mark Marquez, who suffered a concussion following a training crash. Preparation for his penultimate MotoGP race did not go according to plan, that is Valentino Rossi. Finishing in the bottom half during both practice sessions, South Africa's Brad Binder finished in 15th place during FP1 and 17th during the final session with the Red Bull KTM riders struggling on the track in the Algarve. Championship leader in Moto2 Remy Gardner placed top during the first practice session before seeing rival Raul Fernandez take top spot during FP2. Over in Moto3, Dennis Foggia was fastest during the early session with Darren Binder managing a top 10 finish while Romano Fenati laid down the marker in the second practice session by topping the timesheet. Fabio Quartararo may have already secured the MotoGP World Championship title but the Frenchman will be eager to maintain that high with victory in Portimao as the riders head to Portugal's Algarve. You can watch all the drama from the penultimate race of the season on Supersport. Day two of the Portugal Masters at Dom Pedro Victoria Golf Course here in Villa Mora. A beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky today. And we look at uh, the man that's sixth on the race to Dubai, Minwoo Lee. This is a downhill birdie putt at the ninth. A little bit of left to right, excellent stuff. But only knocking around 68 in the end. 
talking of top tens, Richard Bland. He's ninth on the race to Dubai. This for a birdie at the seventh in a round of 65. His ever-consistent year continues. And another Englishman, Sam Horsfield. Already won on the European Tour. This is at the 15th, no problem there. Sam Horsfield round in 66. Thomas Peters at the 15th. The Belgian looking for his fifth win on the tour. That's four birdies on the spin. Two players needing to do well this week. Lucas Beauregard is one of those. And this was at the ninth. Oh, I tell you what, lucky that hit the hole. 65 in the end for Lucas Beauregard. And Arnaus, the Spaniard who lost in the playoff to Rafa Cabrera Bayo not so long ago. Birdie at the par 3 eighth, 67, 10 under he goes into Saturday. Excellent round today from Pavon, Matthew Pavon looking for his first win. He's won a couple of times on the Alps Tour. Maybe he can make that on the European Tour. 64, 10 under par. But the overnight leader, Nina Batasio. This is his tee shot of the 13th. 61 he shot yesterday. Feast your eyes on this one. Yeah. three, in for birdie. Minus 12, leads by two. It's moving day at the Portugal Masters. You can catch all the action from Villa Moura, live and only on Supersport. Louis de Jager seized control of the PGA Championship here at St. Francis Lynx on Friday. Despite conditions being slightly trickier than a day earlier, de Jager produced a near flawless performance. He opened with back-to-back -back birdies but dropped a shot on his fifth hole, the 14th. He went on a birdie spree on the back nine with five in his last seven holes. Signing for the joint low round of the day, a six under pass 66. He leads by two. Yeah, it was real tough out there. Um wind got up and there was a it was gusting a bit but at least it was real consistent and i got the same win in the prime so i really got the feel of the course in that wind direction so i could set up a nice game plan and um yeah and then that helped a lot i think michael hollick posted the clubhouse mark early on friday he opened with a 66 but was unable to replicate that four birdies and two bogeys gave him a 70 and a share of second on eight under par you know, had I putted today as well as I did yesterday, I think my score would have been much the same. Um, I've hit the ball very well the first two days. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of, of holding the putts. But there were a lot of holes today that were into sort of 30k an hour wind. So when you step on the tee, you know, you'd probably take a part at the end of the day. So, yeah. Overnight leader Steve Surrey remains in the hunt. After a course record first round 63, Surrey mixed four birdies with three bogeys and a double to finish the day one position back of where he started on eight under par. I just sort of tried to write yesterday off really and just try and play how I would normally play, you know what I mean? Try, try not to sort of change anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sort of, it literally was like a different golf course with the wind today. So yeah, no expectations really starting today, I suppose. Jaden Shaper and Yaku Alas share fourth spot on seven under, while Luca Filippi, Albert Fenter and Peter Mulman are a further shot back.